Hello, everyone, and welcome to Illinois Basketball Podcast on ECSW on SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, everything, everywhere you get your podcast. Soon to be on a radio station near you because that's how confident we are in this uh, this whole thing. I don't really know why I said that, but I'm just going to roll with it. Um, I like it. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it yeah. That's how we're gonna do that. We're not even gonna introduce ourselves. We're just gonna get straight into it. That's how. Yeah, I'm the mastermind behind ECSW. Obviously, <laughs> Ethan's Carter. done a few podcasts. If you can't tell, so my name's Tyler. No, it's not. Uh, I'm gonna be here today helping Ethan. You know, figure things out. Well, you actually, you actually he doesn't watch basketball very often. So. Yeah, that's not true. But you actually think that you're like a a genius with Illinois basketball. So I might as well I, just you know. Well, I, I feel like I'm more of a – I can watch this, watch it and know what's going on, and you're more the guy that's going to tell me, you know, the numbers. And I and that's, I appreciate the numbers guy because they're very important. Yeah, that's because I'm a genius in every other sport, so I don't have time to, you know, keep up Correct. with basketball, you know. Correct. Uh, Let's get into it. Illinois, here we go. Yeah, coming off a, uh, you know, brutal garbage lost Arizona. We'll talk about that in a minute. But Yikes. The athletic director Josh Whitman gets an extension through twenty twenty four, and I don't really understand this. What's the point? I mean, what was it? When did when does this contract up? I don't, I don't, really I, I don't understand why they why they jumped the gun on it. I guess I I don't I didn't look into it that much, so I can't say for sure. I do think he's doing a good job. I mean, the football team got Lovey. I mean, who else is Illinois going to get other than Lovey? Um, Underwood hasn't proven himself yet. I don't believe, but. You know, I Whitman's a young guy. I like his energy, so I don't I don't have a problem with it. Here's my problem, okay? Underwood posted on Twitter, congratulations to Illinois at Illini AD on your extension today. Proud to follow your pursuit of excellence for the fighting line. Okay, listen to this. Why is the picture of them at Wrigley Field? That is a problem. <laughs> I don't like it. Because uh, it's a state, dude. That's from, we live in Illinois. Okay. I don't know what, if you what's wrong with I don't the know if now? you moved an hour and a half south or whatever. What's but... wrong with the White Sox? True, true. I know their stadium's a piece of garbage, but still. Yeah, well. That's my one problem with it. And I also don't understand. I'm going to look up when his contract was up anyway, because I don't really see. That'd be a good number to get. Contract. I don't think it was necessary at the time, but Illinois likes jumping the gun on things, so I don't. Let's see. It was a. Then they got a big buyouts, you know? Okay, so 2016. Five-year contracts. So that's up 2021. What is? Why would you give them an extra two years? Two years before it's up. I don't. Whatever. They want to keep him. They don't want him. You know, because you know Whitman. He'll probably leave Illinois. You know, this isn't his dream to job or anything. Oh wait, yeah, it is. Never mind. I think that exactly. Back. You know, I mean, what, what's <laughs> going on here? I don't. Whatever. They may. They're they're bull eligible for the first time in what seven years. It's got to be more than that. It's just pathetic, by the way, that it took that long for a it big is. program. I mean, it's not a big sports program at the moment, but it's the biggest college, it's the most known college in this state. I don't know why it took so long. Yeah, true. Yeah. But let's get into basketball. Yeah. You know, uh, and Whitman's here for uh, how many more years? I'm just going to have to deal with it. Four. I think he's doing a good job. Good, five, good enough. Five. Better than the guy before him. Let's say better than the guy before him. Okay. Now, 2016. So that would mean that he didn't hire Gross and fired Gross. Would that be correct? That would be correct. He didn't hire uh, Gross or who was that 
stupid football coach they had before that. They've had so many football coaches. The only one that I've ever known oh. is Ron Zook because he was the uh, <sighs> special teams coordinator for the Packers, and he was absolute garbage at that too. Yeah, he's he now, did good in Florida when he had Tebow, but who was the coach of the team when they made it to the Rose Bowl? That was Zook. Pretty sure. He, no, he's you know genius. Okay. Yeah. Basketball. Basketball. Evaluating what we're here for. The first three games, you have the win in overtime over Nickel State. We'll go over that first. Then you have the win over Grand Canyon. And then the last two games, the Grand Canyon game and the Arizona game, have been listening to other teams' announcers, which is just garbage. <laughs> it's hard to do. I agree. But, I mean, we either, we've either we been listening to, to college kids try to announce or we've been listening to other teams' announcers. So. No, I'm better but, than all of them, but that's for um, me. My big bullet point for these three games, I mean, it, it honestly, it's just finish the fight. I mean, they, they've shown a lack of finishing, and it's carried over from last year, honestly. But I uh, guess we start with Nickel State. What were yeah. your thoughts on Nickel State? My big worry about this team is that they don't have an enormous amount of good depth, so they're like six or seven, maybe eight deep. And that might wear down the players come conference play, which is a worry. And the fact that we have close games and non-conference on the next five, or at least the next four, should be games that they should handle easily in the first half. So hopefully get some rest for guys like uh, Coburn and, uh, you know, Feliz and Frazier, the the Sumu. I mean, I don't really understand why they found the need to play garbage second-half basketball against (laughs) State. I didn't like I, yeah, I, Nichols, it, it was not a pretty game by any means. Uh, played well in the first half, but there, you, Nichols State should not take you into overtime at home. It's just not, not possible. But I mean, Feliz, it's nice to see he came out. He, you know, showing that he's a playmaker. And I don't know. They just, they don't make stops defensively. You know, they didn't do it that game. It's it's hard to hard to watch sometimes, but yeah, I mean, I just don't understand the fact that uh, this team every single game so far, the second half has been pretty bad. Now, with the exception of the Grand Canyon game, they came out really strong in the second, uh, and then kind of started to look right. way towards the middle of the yeah. Game. Yep, and and back to Nickel State real quick. Just uh, they did beat Pitt, who I know is a trash trash team, but and they do have LSU coming up, so. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to seeing that game. Maybe maybe Nickel State's. I mean, they didn't look like a terrible team, but Illinois didn't look great. So yeah. Um. But yeah. So Grand Canyon, I thought it was a good game. I mean, it was tough atmosphere. Um, we got to see what Kofi's really capable of. I mean, got back to back double doubles those first two games. Let me list these numbers off for you. Yeah, let me hear them. Points that they've allowed in the second half per game. Nickel State, they gave up 47 in the second half. Wow. Grand Canyon, they gave up 34 in the second half. And then Arizona, they gave up 51. (laughs) I was going to say it had to be high. I mean, that's... That's So are they just... I mean, yeah, maybe that goes back to them just not being deep enough. Yeah. The thing with Arizona, though, they have a ton of talent, and it is really hard. When Manning uh, was on the floor, I mean, we were talking about that during the game. When Manning yeah. was on the floor, they were way different and a lot better. Yeah. And in Arizona game, it was, it was honestly the, you know, the first half, it was a good game, but that you can't let Hazard hit that three pointer at the buzzer to go up one. 
at home. I mean, it, that you, they just gave them all the momentum, and then Illinois just came out flat second half. But yeah, Nico is he's a stud. He is going to be real good. And th- they just sat core for those three freshmen. Um, come tourney time, I think they're going to be be a tough team to beat. But yeah, that was just a huge early road test for Illinois, and uh, they. Uh... I mean, go, they failed going, miserably. Going, going <laughs> home with a one-one split is fine. That's what I expected, but um, yeah, I, up- yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say I didn't expect them to win the Arizona game, but I didn't expect them to get beat by twenty plus. Giving up ninety um, points is not good. Yeah, you just you you give them they go on a fifteen zero run. Uh, Illinois five minutes and no score, five plus minutes and no scoring. And I don't, I didn't look up a number or anything, but how many times did Kofi touch the ball that game? Did they even utilize him? I I feel like he didn't get the ball enough. I mean, I feel like he needs to get the ball, which which kind of leads into the next thing. We're you know we're going to talk about Kofi and Fleas, but um, I just like like you said, yeah, one and one's a good split. It's just that the second halves are they're scary right now, and they were scary last year, and that's why Illinois only won twelve games last year. So now, the big thing here that a lot of people are talking about as well is the turnovers. And they turned over 22 against Arizona. They turned over 23 against Nichols. And they turned over um, 17 against Grand Canyon. That's pretty high from where you want it to be. I don't think. Yeah. So they haven't, they've had more turnovers than their opponent in every game, I believe. So far. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I have. I, I did have right down here. They had over 20. I knew they had over 20 turnovers against Sona. How many did you say it was? 23, I think. 23. Wow. You're not going to win a lot of games doing that. The the uh, thing that I'm also a little worried about is the, the the perfect game that they can play against these good teams. The game they played against Michigan State last year where they were forcing a ton of turnovers, capitalizing on that, playing pressure defense. I haven't seen that in the second half yet. And they did that yeah. in the second half to hold Michigan State off last year. They did right. games like that. And um, yeah. I don't know. Just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. yeah. And it's early, but... Also, you know, that's what you say. <laughs> 132 second half points allowed. If my math is wow. correct in three games, that's a lot. Wow. Yep. Unacceptable number, especially when when Underwood, uh, you know, his big thing is how tough his defense is. So, but yeah, I don't know. I just it's puzzling. I would yeah. say. Um, but the the two big highlights, I guess, you know, player wise coming out of those games has been, you know, Coburn and Felice. Um, they've been, they've been fun to watch, honestly. They've uh, been the two best players in the team by a mile. So far. Yep. Yep. Kofi. Um, I mean, I, he had, he'd started off with two double doubles back to, you know, first two nights. I think he was the first freshman ever in Illini history to do that. Sounds about right. Um, he, uh, He's just—he's a big-time player, you know. Blocks, dunks—it's it, something that we haven't seen in a while. Um, I'd say that that being only a four-year player at this point, you know, he's only played four years, is what everybody says. Um, he is by far a better freshman in my eyes than I thought Myers Leonard was at that position. Yeah, and uh, um, that might be a stretch, but that's just kind of. I wonder what I, if uh, Coburn has a good season. I wonder what kind of draft position he might be in the NBA draft because Myers yeah. Leonard was the eleventh overall pick and is right. still in the NBA. He's uh, with the Heat yeah. now, and he had a good yeah. playoff last year for Portland. So 
I mean, I agree with that. I think Coburn has been absolutely phenomenal so far. My one concern with him, though, well, I have a couple, but one of the main ones is the uh, number one fatigue set into the second half against Grand Canyon. I think he had cramps as well. So he's got to keep the legs moving. And, uh, you know, like, yeah. like you said, it, he's got to touch the ball more. Yeah. Any, he, I feel like he has a problem when he does get the ball. Uh, any, any kind of movement that's just not drop step to the basket, he, he can't do. Um, which as a seven foot guy, I mean, not many can, but, um, yeah, I, I just, every play hat, I feel like he needs to touch the ball every time down the court. Every time it should get into him at some point. No. When they play legit Big Ten teams who have legit bigs, or let's say they make the tournament when they're playing. So apparently the audio got messed up. We're just going to move on from that and uh, move forward. And I just want to address my microphone. My (laughs) microphone may sound like trash. I apologize. It will be resolved at a further date. Okay. Uh, Next up, uh, I was talking about Kofi Coburn and his could be struggles against actual legit big men and i need your thoughts on that i i i don't think he's going to struggle honestly i think he's got to work on his offense he's be fine. yeah i agree he's got to and and they got to and we're, we're not we you sent out this thing and it makes me so sad that we're not even going to talk about georgie because georgie has been obsolete they got to figure out some high low with georgie they got to do yeah. something with him i feel like kofi's kind of making him I mean, you either have one or the other. You can't have them both in the mm-hmm. game for some reason now. Yeah, they got to get that figured out because um, Georgie has to be a playmaker at some point yeah, if, we I mean, want, if we want to make the tournament. so I think um, I don't really know what they could do to fix that, but they have six off days, so figure it yeah. out. Hopefully they got something figured out. That's what Underwood needs to uh, do. All right, let's move on to um, – Andre Feliz, right? yes, averaging nineteen nine and three in the first three games this year. He's been tremendous. Um, been amazing. Going, but what I, and I didn't see too. what uh, what were his stats for for the Arizona game? I know he had two great first games. Do you have those stats? I do. Uh, now he the leading scorer in that game was Io Desumu. Now uh, Feliz had thirteen three and ten, so thirteen okay points, three assists, and ten boards. That's still still not bad. Um, I just feel nine like rebounds as a as a guard is uh you know you take that and shooting fifty percent from absolutely. the field. Absolutely, absolutely, and I feel like he's a, you know he's just a playmaker. Um, like I said before, I feel like there are points in the game like when we go when Illinois goes on these you know four minute five minute droughts where he tries to do too much at times. Um, mm-hmm. you know could could use the team a little bit more, but uh, he is just. He is fun to watch, and and I think he's probably a little too small for the NBA, but I could see him definitely playing overseas somewhere after yeah. this year. So. I feel like it would be a disservice to his contributions the last two years, him as a senior this year. It would be a disservice not to get to the tournament with him this year because last year and he was it, great too. And can we just say, I mean, he was a huge pickup, uh, number one JUCO player when he came last year. Um, mm-hmm. That that's a big that's a big get. So. I don't know if Underwood was, you know, instrumental in getting him to come, but he was he was definitely a big get. Well, either way, Underwood's track record of recruiting and picking up JUCO players and all that so far has been way better than anything Gross did here. So correct. 
Correct. Like, I agree. By a mile. Like, it's not even Gross, close. Like, Gross didn't do much when he was here. I thought he was going to be good. It's a story for a different day. <laughs> I wanted Chaka Smart at the time. Uh, I, but, yep. uh, yeah, yep. it happens. But, uh, yeah. Ne- I, next, uh, we're going to talk about Trenton Io. Um, I'm going to argue against you with Io because I, I think he's okay. Okay, well, let's talk about Trent. Um, I, I feel like Illinois goes when he goes. Um, at least mm-hmm. last year they did a lot. Um, he had a, you know, no life, really, the first two games. Zona, he comes out, makes, what, three threes in a row. Yep, um, that was silent. You're like, he's back, he's back. And then where'd he go? I, I didn't see him the rest of the night. But um, I just hope he, he figures it out, turns it around. Um he he's one of those guards that we need. So, but that's all I really got on Trent. Like I said, just he had, he had fourteen against uh against Arizona now in the first two games. Fourteen, but he had nine in the first two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, here's a, here's another problem. Okay, eight points against Grand Canyon and four points against uh, Nichols State, and that is in thirty five minutes against Nichols. 31 against Grand Canyon. He had 40 points in 30 minutes against uh, Arizona. So his minutes are going down every single game. So that's a little wow. bit of a concern. Yeah, well, I, uh, with Felice playing so well, I think that's a big part of it too, maybe. but I mean, you got five games in a row at home. you got to get yeah. everybody going at that point. I think that's a big yeah. part of this. And uh, just a couple of numbers on Trent here real quick. Eight points, two rebounds, two assists per game. Only 32% from the field, 27% from three. That's pretty bad. And wow. 87% from the free throw line. Now, remember, he didn't hit a three in the first two games, and he shot 50% from three uh, against Arizona because he hit three threes. A little bit yeah. of a concern with those percentages. They are a lot worse than Io's. So I'm just <laughs> I, saying. I believe that. Io's also long and lanky, and uh, he's going to be a lottery pick. So. Um, they might but have two lottery picks on this I, I I mean, when you see Io in the open court and he's slicing through traffic, you can see him 100% in the NBA all day. It's amazing how well he works in the open court. When we get slowed down, Illinois gets slowed down. I got to stop saying we. I hate people that say <laughs> we. But um, when they get slowed down, um, I, it just – he gets kind of sloppy, I think. Um, his ball handling's not great. I – that's just the way I feel. I know, I know that you, I, and I, and I'm not saying that he's not going to be great and he's not, you know, not going to be a lottery pick. That's just what I see. Um, Imagine. And la- go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say last year, I mean, he, I don't know what he, what his stats were the first non, you know, however many non conference games, but he played his butt off in the Big Ten. So hopefully that, you know, but what's his numbers? Cause I know they're going to shock me that he's averaging like, 17 points a game or something. Well, I just want to say, imagine they have two lotto picks on this team. They don't make the tournament. God, I don't know how that's possible. I mean, I think they both have to play. Underwood Underwood might get canned, but I don't, I don't know. We'll find out. Anyways, uh, give me a set. Four rebounds, four assists, 47% from the field, which is pretty good. 30% 30% wow. from three, which is low, but I don't expect him to shoot a high percentage from three. I mean, if you look at his shot form, there's no way someone that <laughs> shoots that way is going to shoot. He's super got high a crazy percent. shot, especially for, for supposedly working on it all offseason. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I just, he's going to, we're going to have to get him going before the, you know, the Big Ten starts because, you know, 
after these four cake games that we have coming up. We stop saying we. Anywho, uh, <laughs> then we have Miami, and then the, those two early Big Ten games that they've started to schedule, which is going to be huge. They need a split more than yes. anything. Yeah. Um, but, so Io shot sixty nine percent, which is nice from the free throw line last year. That's not good. That's not good enough for a guard. That's not good. That's not good. What is okay, he now, this year? Seventy two. Do you know? Seventy two. Seventy two. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Um. So okay. we can move forward to uh, really the un- unsung hero of this team, Kipper Nichols. What a the star. man with all the skills, but with all the skills. Uh, I like all I have on him is uh, LOL. Man shouldn't be on court. I'd rather see Underwood's kid out there. Do you want to guess what he's shooting so, from the field? <laughs> uh, how many shots has he taken? Seven, maybe? Okay, but it's still funny no matter how many shots he's taken. He's taken... Uh, <laughs> why can't I see... Okay, he's averaging two shots a game, but I can't see how many shots. Two shots a game. So he's taken six shots. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that's true. Yeah. Is that true? I believe it. Hundred percent. He had that layup and that three, that awesome three that hit the <laughs> top of the backboard. <laughs> We're the only two shots I can remember him even taking. Um, I, I just—he's a senior. I thought he'd get better, but man, he is—he was better as a sophomore than he has been the last two years. He's shooting sixteen percent. Sixteen. That's smooth. That's elite. He's averaging oh. 1.3 points, 1.7 rebounds, and 0.3 assists per game. Oh. His highlight game this year was those four points he scored against Arizona. One, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I feel like we've talked about him for a minute, and that's that's 45 seconds longer than we should have. Let's move on. Well, let me tell you this. Uh, he shot one for three from the field against Arizona and two for three from the line. How about that? He's had three fouls in every game. He had three turnovers turnovers against Nichols. So I mean, speaking of fouls, one of the reasons why we're probably not talking about Georgie is because he's still getting in foul trouble um, mm-hmm. every game. He's still, still, still doing that. But how the hell did um, he get thirty-five points in the game and not get in foul trouble last year against uh, Nebraska <laughs> or whatever that was? Rutgers. Yeah, you know I, mean? I get those two mixed up all the time. Yeah, well, similar colors, bad basketball programs. I understand. Fire Underwood if he doesn't start Kipper against Hawaii. That's Underwood. All I'm Move on to Underwood. Underwood. Yeah, I am. What are your expectations uh, you know, for this year? You're the you're the you're the stat you're the stat guy, but I have. You know what Underwood was before he came to Illinois, a hundred and nine and twenty seven. What's now, he at Illinois? He at Give Oklahoma me that State, number. Right? Uh, he was at SFA and then at Oklahoma State. Now those um, SFA teams were good where he when he was there. They were like, good, but they were SFA good. They were tournament good. I feel like there's a first round game. I agree. I agree. What's what's his record at Illinois? Like thirty and forty eight or something. Twenty eight and forty. So it's not really as terrible as you think. I mean, it's still a losing record. But here's here's <laughs> something that's a little annoying: is the fact that they won fourteen games this first year and they only won twelve last year, and then 12, we all of a sudden yeah. we're like so positive about this season. Well, I get why. We but think I, they're going to win twenty. Yeah, Vegas has them one twenty-two and a half. There's no way that's crazy. Right, really? That's what Vegas had them at. But well, I just I feel like with Underwood, I, this this running gun, this you know high intensity defense. That's what we talk. 
how often has he played zone this year? I mean, well, this is not not what kind of offense and defense I thought he per, he produced, as they say. But here's something um, else that's embarrassing. Listen to this. Lay it on me. He when he was at Stephen F. Austin, they were in the Southland Conference. Who, by the way, he went eighty nine and fourteen there. Um, they played eighty nine and fourteen. That'll help the record. Yeah, they played. They're in the same conference as Nichols State. Now, I don't know if they play each other, but wouldn't you think that he would know Nichols State and wouldn't he be able to overtime <laughs> a little bit? Them? That's a little embarrassing. What were you going to say? I agree. About? I agree. No, I didn't have anything. Uh, I mean, you talked about him being on the hot seat. Um, we Illinois signed him for six years, so that's uh, it's going to be a big buyout. Uh, they try to get rid of him. Uh, but I think if they don't make the tourney and they have Io and Kofi, then I I think that he has to be gone. Yeah. I just... uh, the the thing that you look at is Thompson or whoever the AD was before Whitman. I mean, probably should have never let Bruce Weber go. I mean, yep. look what he's done at Kansas State. Uh, you go and you hire a D2 guy in gross. Uh, looked up his record. 95 and 75 when they hired him. Where's he at now? Which, I mean, it's it's not great. Uh, playing Ohio, Akron, I think, maybe. Yeah, and he they might be a zip. A lot of teams. So, and, and while, while, while looking up Underwood, uh, you know, the first uh, coach that they kind of thought they would get, do you know who it was? You being a Suns fan? Suns. Uh... Monty know. Williams oh, was yeah. a name in the hat. Um, and I don't know. I mean, that'd be more on you. I don't know what, what kind of coach he is or whatever, but he's, he's turned the Suns around, right? Yeah, a seven bit. and four, he's done a good job. I just don't know. Recruiting is the thing that I worry about with those guys. But I also think that he's yeah. very good with players. So that probably wouldn't, wouldn't have been – would have been better than Gross, I guarantee. I think I would have been better than Gross. But. Yeah, I do. Gross has one of those – He's just he's he just I don't know he was a weird hire at the time but that that was that was a different era of Illinois and it was a ugly era so Gross made the tournament hopefully right? it's turning around huh Gross made the tournament right Gross yeah I think his first year with Weber's team. Weber team okay yeah so the, mm-hmm. now there's this perception mm-hmm. in some part of the Illinois fan base that weber was only good because of self which doesn't make any sense to me i know that the great teams at the beginning of weber were self teams basically but after that, he still did a pretty good job so i don't, I don't he did that, he never me, and i don't i don't remember what his record was at illinois i don't know if you can look that up what weber was at illinois but i i feel like that was especially to go after the guy coaching at Miami of Ohio or wherever the hell gross was from. Weber was 210 so. and 101 at Illinois. Yeah. Canned. With, with <laughs> uh, five preseason AP 25s, and they were in the top 25 seven times. And, yeah. And uh, they finished in the top 25 three times. And they made the tournament – you know what Gross did though? He did beat Indiana when they were number one ranked, and I was at that game, and it was fantastic. That was because of Tyler Griffey. That wasn't because of anything Gross. <laughs> that was a no. That was that play was fantastic, and I don't know if Gross drew Probably it up. Drawn up by an assistant. Anyways, <laughs> here's a fun one. Here's a fun uh, one. Before yeah. we get to something uh, recruiting wise. 
in 2014, uh-huh. this really has nothing to do with Underwood right now, but I'm just going to say it. Underwood and his uh, Stephen F. Austin team beat Nichols State by 30 points um, <laughs> to win their 18th game in a row. So, I mean, I'm just saying yeah. you'd think he'd know something about that program, but I guess not. I mean, it's five years, but still. Just saying. Right. Who knows that point, but. All right. Yep. So next He's, up, like I said, he, only on the hot seat if he doesn't make the tournament. Or I think, well, I mean, I think he keeps his job if they like are a bubble team and win like 19 games. If they make the NIT. <laughs> yeah, 19 games and on the bubble. The way the way the Big Ten's going right now. But on to recruiting. Andre Curbello, I think is how you say it. Yes. Four star point right. guard. 55th. Highly touted. Nationally, yeah. Ninth point guard for 2020. So. Apparently he's good. They're going to need him because I don't think Io is going to come back again and Feliz will be gone. No. And Frazier yep, will be a that's senior. That's exactly so what I have. Filling in for Io him. and Feliz is going to be huge. Uh, his game tape looks solid from what I've seen. And uh, Antigua is out there doing work still because he was a big, big get for him. So, but it's good to have. Uh, it's it's nice to see this. We get some bigs, then we get some guards, then we get some bigs. I'm I'm enjoying the recruiting process so far that Underwood has put together. He's just got to coach him up and get to a tournament. You know? How many players on this current roster do you think are from Illinois? Random question. One, and it's AO. Now, I have six. Really? I would have never guessed six. Because... A lot of them don't even play, but they're on the roster, according to ESPN. Zach Griffith, who is a junior, is from Fisher, Illinois. That kid from Lincoln, who's a freshman. He's a red shirt, and he's, well, he's apparently terrible. <laughs> All right. That's what uh, I've heard. Samson Oladameje. Olad, Olad he's, he's from, from Illinois? Yeah. Huh. It's his hometown. Now, is Underwood's I would have never guessed six. You know how many we have from Chicago, though? One. Uno. And that's a now, problem. It says Underwood's kid is from Champaign, Illinois. Is that true? Well, that's where they live now. But it, so. it's his home. He actually was at Champaign. He grew up in Champaign, right? Or something? Like when he was a kid? Okay. They were there DeMonte, at one point. DeMonte Williams is from Peoria. Oh, yeah, DeMonte. I forgot about DeMonte, who we didn't talk about, but he's he's uh, got to step okay. up a little bit. He's okay. <laughs> I mean, he's better doing all right. Than, yeah, he's Kipper. doing fine. Yep, yep. Now, so. if they didn't have DeMonte, would they start Kipper? That's the question. Or, I guess. No. I don't think Kipper DeMonte ever gets to start. start. I mean, maybe he will start. He started last year, but that's because they didn't have a huge, yeah. big. I was right. caught up in last year. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, upcoming five straight non-conference home games. They have Hawaii, Citadel, Hampton, Lindenwood, and Miami. Um, we'll start out just discussing the overall prospect of having five home games in a row against non-conference opponents who aren't exactly Duke or Kentucky, let's be honest. Um, what do you think about that? <laughs> they, what they, they definitely weaken their non-conference schedule this year. Um, I mean, I think that's part of trying to get in the tournament. Um, I think it's part of Underwood trying to make himself look good. Uh, I don't really – I think that – I mean, honestly, they should win all five of them. Um, 
I did I did look up, you know, just kind of looking ahead. Uh Hampton average is averaging 103.5 points per game right now. I'm sure it's against trash teams, but you know, Illinois' defense <laughs> kind of scares me. Um yeah, they scored 112 Mid Atlantic Christian University, just for the record. <laughs> I, I understand that, but still. That's a, averaging over 100 points. I don't care who it's against. That's They've a lot of scoring. They've only played two games. Right. right. And I know. Leeds I understand. Is averaging that. 30 points a game with 47% of the field. They're not playing anybody with these. <laughs> so, I still know. can't I, sleep on them, but I mean, come on. I just, Nickel State, dude. How, I mean, how many how many second half points is Illinois giving up right now? So um, the only but the only tough game should be Miami. Uh, it that's going to be that's going to be the real test. I think I think going to Arizona on the road early isn't a real test. You get five, you know, your fifth home game, and you have Miami coming in. You you got to show what you're worth. You know, that's that's going to be the game that matters out of those. Yep. So, they need to win that. Um, um, going to talk won. about Hawaiian Citadel a little bit more today yeah, they because they're going to play before we probably yeah, we'll do, do this the, again. Uh, so we'll do the second one probably before the Hampton game. We'll talk about more about how great Sounds they're good. offensively. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we so, will. I hope they. I hope they're averaging 110 by then. So <laughs> that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I don't even know who else they play because I don't yeah. think it has their full schedule on here because they aren't a real team. Um, <laughs> So I did. I looked up Hawaii. Hawaii's played FAMU, beat them by thirteen. They lost to South Dakota um, by six, and they beat Pacific by five. So I shouldn't be much of a game. I I mean, but how many how many days does Illinois have off? Six or seven? Yeah, they six. The you said right. So yeah, so I hopefully there's not that jet lag. You know, haven't played real competition, but I don't see it being a tough game. Um, oh, it's same kind of the same with the Citadel. Uh, they got smoked by UNC Asheville, and they or they beat UNC Asheville ninety one seventy six, and then uh, beat Georgia by nine. So I don't know how good Georgia is this year, but not really a basketball school, right? Yeah. Um, so. so let's see here. Let's see. Uh, I would say real quick about Miami. They need to win that because they got totally hosed against Notre Dame last year. That's all I have to say about that. But um, the Hawaii game, <laughs> okay. I mean, Hawaii's two and one ESPN probability, which really, by the way, folks, I'm just saying this because it's what ESPN has, but it's trash. Doesn't it doesn't matter. Uh, it's 93 to seven. Odds or percentages, 93% chance Illinois wins is what they're saying. Um, What's last the Citadel? Between, oh, it's, it's worse. Uh, last meeting between Hawaii and Illinois was in 2012, I believe. I I just looked up Illinois versus Hawaii in 2012 popped up, and then I just Is that in Hawaii? Was it ask a, yep. a Honolulu kickoff or whatever? 78-77 yeah, Illinois in overtime. I assume that Hawaii team was probably better seven years ago than they are now, I would assume. Uh, How good was the Illinois team seven years ago? Well, let's find out. 2012-13 Illinois basketball. Let's see. Let's see. That was a DJ Richardson, Brandon Paul team. Okay. They finished. Brandon Paul should be playing in the NBA, by the way. 23-13. and 13. They were Made the tourney. On the road, by the way. 
five and six on the road. They're... Wow. Wow. They played nine games neutral, it says. I don't understand that. Well, they played in the Hawaii tournament, probably. Yeah. yeah and I think they won it, so that would have been five games. It says, well, so. they now, was the Hawaii game actually, like, the tournament thing? Because I think it was just a game. At uh, maybe they, they just played Hawaii, and then they played in the tournament, or yeah, vice versa. They played, they played in Honolulu against Hawaii, and then they played. Because what's Hawaii, the school Hawaii. that puts that on? The there's a the school over there. Shamanad is yeah. the one that puts on that tournament. That's who so. Illinois, Illinois beat them by twenty three in that. They beat USC by yeah. thirty. So I guess yeah. they Missouri and Auburn. That's two more neutral games. That's five. And then I guess you have the tournament games. That Big Ten tournament. Yeah. That was the year they lost to Miami in the NCAA tournament. They need revenge. Oh, there we go. Brutal. Looking back. That was bad. That's when that's when they brought in the instant replay after that game. Oh, oh my god. That we're hosed, about, we but, talk about Miami, but oh. Yeah. So I think that's that's it. I think we first one, one in the thing. books. We got one more okay, thing. Okay, one more thing. Yeah, Never mind. Not in the books. <laughs> two more things. Okay. I'm close to being done. They're 0 and two. By the way, you said two and zero. They're oh, are they? Two. Okay. Yeah, they, well, they I put in the score by wrong. Asheville and lost by Georgia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, the I, I went out. I st- uh-huh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Point three. Yeah, Point it's ninety four percent for Illinois and six percent for Citadel, which is six percent is kind of high. The same think. as Hawaii, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's one more. It's one higher. But um, I think okay. The Lindenwood and the Hampton games are worse, or at least the Lindenwood is like 98 or something. We'll talk about that another yeah. day. But I figure we might as well just make picks for these games, I I guess. Okay. So we the, just these two? Yeah, because uh, go Hawaii ahead and, and Citadel? Me, okay. Go ahead and give me your I picks will do Hawaii, and I'll do that. Illinois, Illinois wins 83 to 67. Okay. Were we doing scores? Yeah. Yeah. Were we doing scores? Okay. They beat Citadel. I'm going to go high. I'm going to go. They score 98 on the Citadel. And the Citadel is going to score a measly 58 points. They're going to win by 40. 40 point win. Put it in the books. Yeah. I'm going to say Illinois 81 <laughs> over Hawaii, who scores 68. So that is a 13 point win. And then uh, Illinois 92. Citadel 60, 32 point win. So we're expecting big wins. That's basically what we're saying. Big wins. Should not, shouldn't even be, shouldn't even sweat about it. But we saw Nichols State. So yeah, you did. never know with this team. So we so. will be back on this next week, I think, before the Hampton. When game, do they play Hampton? Saturday, next 23rd. Saturday. Okay. I mean, we, I guess we do next Friday. Yeah, again. we can do that again, and then we'll do the same thing, basically, except we'll kind of review the two games in more in-depth because it's two games, and we already previewed them, so we'll review them more uh, than we did on this one. But we're going to be uploading this to uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Apple at some point, all those places you listen to your podcast. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, we, we got you. So. Yeah, really. I mean, that's just... This, Eventually, this, uh, they're going to want to hire us. Ethan is a genius when it comes to this stuff. So you Absolutely know, it didn't genius. take us didn't take us an hour and a half to get ready. So definitely didn't take that. Uh, no. no. <laughs> but 
But we are uh, out for the day. Ethan, thanks for uh, putting this together, buddy. I'm really looking forward to doing this all year. So Absolutely. It's going to be tremendous, really, in my opinion, like a 10-star out of five. At least. At least. I hope we get three likes a day for the rest of my life. Even four would. Wow. Four would be good, too. Okay. And we're out. All right. Even four would. Wow.